Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spiritual Journey podcast. This is episode 68. Wow, it's cool, right? I'm, I'm glad that, you know, we're kind of really maintaining the the topics on a weekly basis. And you know, as we always say, we schedule the topics three months in advance. So actually today we're working on um, topics three months out. So also working on bringing some exciting guests. So yeah, really, really excited about this podcast. Really kind of glad to give back and love, love the work that we do. But uh, yeah, I'd love to start by by asking my beautiful guest to introduce herself. Stace, why don't you introduce yourself? You just called me a guest. <laughs> All right, my co-host. Sorry, apologies. Let me let me let me ask my beautiful, my stunning, my healer extraordinaire co-host of this podcast, who's been on over fifty episodes, to introduce yourself. Stacy Brown. Stace, over to you. Hey friends, it's so good to be here. My name is Stacy. I'm an intuitive healer and a certified Reiki practitioner. I'm a spiritual mentor and coach, an Akashic record reader, Akashic record trainer, podcast host and creator. And I recently published my first book, Journey to Soul Center, Discovering the Gift of Surrender. It's available on Amazon and Audible. And it's been a really beautiful season. So I'm excited to get into this topic specifically yeah looking forward to it and yeah quick intro for me uh hi i'm nimesh Some, most people call me nims i'm also an akashic record reader akashic trainer podcast host podcast creator and a mentor a spiritual mentor and spiritual coach i just love love the work that we do i love the fact that you know i get to guide people to shine their light in the way it's meant to be i get to connect to people's souls in, in such a deep level you know, when someone gives us access to their to their cashier records, they're effectively giving us access to the to the, their guides, their soul. It's like a soul contract, and I just love to do the deep work that we do. Um, I feel it's a great time to do it because a lot of people are going through so much. So much has been an intense year so far, where I really feel a lot of us are releasing. Um, and yeah, I'm just yeah. I also love the fact we've got so much work on at the moment in terms of. You know, so many things at the same time. We have a UK event coming up end of May, May 26th to 29th, where we have a stall at the Mind Body Spirit Show in the UK. Uh, over 20,000 visitors. Really excited for that. And if you're in the UK, please come and join us. Our stall is C32. And um, we also have an exciting prize draw competition where we're offering a free joint Akashic record reading. And um, how do you enter that? You write a review on whichever platform you're listing on, whether it's Spotify, iTunes, or another topic, any other platform, and you send us an email screenshot of that review. And that gets you into the prize draw. Another way to get entered into the prize draw is by um, posting on social media, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, and tagging both me and Stacey, and that gets you another entry into the prize draw. Looking forward to kind of uh, pulling the winner. Um, you know, we said that, uh, you know, with this month, we'd, we'd say, yes, yeah, so we'll, we'll continue through this month and then we'll pull a winner and then we will book the reading in June. So excited to see who that who gets that. I really feel it's a soul contract. So whoever's meant to get it, will get it. So, yeah. How do you feel about the prize draw, Stace? I'm excited about it. I love the work that we do and I love the opportunities to give back. So for me, anytime we get to do something like this, it just feels exciting and rewarding at the same time. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing who wins. Yeah, no, it's uh, you know, Akashi Records, and just talk about that briefly is is a record of everything your soul's been through: current life, past life, future life, prior life. Everything about your soul is stored in the records. And when you give us access to do do, do, do reading for you. Basically, we we channel a message through your guides who have full access to the records that you're ready to hear. Sometimes includes past life, um, always includes some sort of connection to your guides. Really is about what do you need to hear at this time. We we in many ways are a vessel, um, and we don't filter the message. Many times we don't remember the message because it's not for us. Um, but it's for me, it's the closest I feel to source i feel super connected to source and i just feel that connection so um so yeah I'm, I'm excited to see who wins that we also have some promotional pricing so if you do want a reading uh, we still have some promo pricing available for a couple of weeks uh, normally the 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 reading costs 222 dollars 
we're currently offering for 155. So Stacey, we have a lot of things on and I'm just excited about everything that's happening. So, but yeah, let's start talking about this topic. So this week's topic is, is finding yourself. I really love the journey of the different topics and kind of how, the, how they're all connected. Um, you know, last week we talked about soul contracts and understanding your soul contracts really helps you to understand your challenges in this lifetime and kind of why you picked your blood family and things like that. Then we go on to finding yourself. And I really feel that's what we're on in this. You know, we're, from my perspective, we're a soul having a human experience. And when we come onto this planet, in many ways, we're um, we're a blank canvas. We're a baby. We cry. We get attention. And it's kind of the purest way we can be. And then, in, and then, we have so much programming, parental, religious, whatever program we have during, and that, in many ways, kind of clouds our our, our vision of, of who we really are. And then, as we go through our experiences, as we start to discover. It's more about our soul contracts, more about really what our soul's here to experience, what about our gifts. We're really kind of getting back to truly finding our true self. Why are we here? How are we here to shine a light? And what, what does that look like? Um, you know, if I go back to that baby analogy, the baby just lives in the moment. Baby cries, gets attention. And what if we're all just trying to get back to that moment where we're just living in the moment? We're truly appreciating this moment. We're truly appreciating the joy, the gratitude, everything that we need to be grateful for in this moment. And what if finding yourself is truly just being? For me, finding yourself is understanding your purpose, understanding your why, um, really living your best life. And really living a life where you know that everything you need is inside you, all the joy, all the love, all the answers and you're not looking outside for people to complete you. You're not looking for um, people to kind of confirm that you're on the right path or re really you, anyone that's outside is complementary to you, not completing you. And finding yourself is really living your life, living your purpose on a day-to-day -day basis. It's like, for me, finding myself was really recognizing that I'm healer recognizing them on this planet to guide people to shine their light and I'm not here to fix people. That was really part of finding myself. It doesn't mean that every day is amazing because you know we're here having a human experience, which means we're gonna have ups and downs. But finding yourself is is really becoming aware of what's happening around you and then choosing consciously what you want to do next. What does finding yourself mean to you, Stace? So um for me, the finding myself is a lifelong journey, just like healing. It's, it's a, it's a component of it. And I spent years, years of my life, people pleasing and kind of, honestly, I know where it came from. I grew up in an environment where, um, I had to morph into whatever I needed to be to survive the circumstances. Um, the intensity of the home environment growing up was not conducive to me being myself and being accepted for who I was. And so I found myself kind of reinventing what I needed to become for the circumstances. And for me, it was a survival tactic. I would become whoever I needed to be to survive the painful experience of what I was going through. And I found that I carried that way of doing things into my adult life and into my adult relationships. And it's interesting because this for me feels like the first season where I'm truly finding myself 
allowing myself to make decisions that are based on what is good for me instead of what other people need for me. Um, and it's interesting to see the responses from the people around me as I choose me. Um, it's, it's not easy in my opinion to find yourself when you have spent so much of your life either avoiding knowing yourself and understanding yourself or just surviving, right? And when we come into the world, we don't know what experiences we're going to be placed into. We don't know what family environment we're going to be in. You know, are we going to be accepted? Are we going to be loved and embraced? Like, we, we don't know. And I literally spent such a large portion of my life trying to be what I needed to be to survive. And it wasn't until this season of like diving deeper into my own self-love journey and um, leaving my marriage um, that I've really come to the understanding that nothing, nothing makes sense if I don't know and love myself. I will constantly be living in a state of feeling like I'm not enough, um, choosing unhealthy relationships. And it has been very eye-opening to see how the world around me responds when I choose me because I have found myself. You know, like the relationships that have died off, the relationships that are experiencing expansion and growth. Um, but the deepest thing for me in finding myself has been a deeper commitment to myself and how I show up every day. You know, I um, have a little girl who's nine and every day when she comes home from school, I ask her to rate her day on a scale of one to 10, one being the worst day you've ever had, 10 being the best day you've ever had. And we do, we, we play this game, right? And I was talking to a friend this weekend about that same thing. And I just blurted out like on a scale of one to 10, like, where are you today? Right. Just having this conversation. And it started us into this discussion about um, like being present for yourself and, and how you show up for yourself. And it just made me so aware that we have the power every day to show up for ourselves and we have a decision to make. Are we going to show up for other people in the roles that they expect us to fill and the way that they see us and what they want? Or are we going to be true to whatever we feel is right? And I'm not saying we can't serve other people in that state. But what I'm saying is, is that it's not always easy to choose you first. And in this season of self-discovery and self-exploration, I have become profoundly aware that I have to choose me. I have to. And it's the first time ever in my life where I'm doing that. And it's because I've been on a deeper journey of understanding who I am and why I'm here and how I want to show up in the world. I see. And I, I agree. Look, we're, we're on this lifelong journey and, um, you know, who we are actually does evolve based on where we are in, in this life. Right. It's that, you know, what if everything we've been through is in some way the universe helping us to find who we really are? Um, and if I think about my journey, I, I, you know, start, start to life born in Uganda, Africa, and then I was a refugee in the UK at three years old. And for many, 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 many years, I didn't have a voice. You know, I was learning the language. I was part of a large family, one of the youngest members, and everybody was just trying to figure out who they were in this, and in, in this new country. And, you know, but interesting enough, I really feel that not having a voice younger um, I've spent, uh, you know, kind of a lot of my life trying to find my voice, and I really feel now my voice is my gift. I won't be doing this podcast if I didn't feel that. So, 
it's it's interesting when you talk about you know finding your journey being a lifelong journey and you know becoming aware of who you are and putting yourself first is a critical part of it because how often and how many years do we spend people pleasing how often do we give our power away to people without knowing how often do we you know kind of pick people in our lives and focus our attention on them instead of focusing our attention on ourselves and you know, do we do that without even realizing? And then we look back and we think, wow, did I do that again? And um, you know, I'm not a big believer in, in repeat programs. I believe that if some, the same thing comes up again is because you're dealing with a different level of it. But I also do believe that, you know, I agree, finding yourself is, is really about putting yourself first. And, you know, I've, I've spent, you know, I did a lot of inner child work and, it's interesting. I spent a lot of time healing and forgiving the people around me and spent less time healing and forgiving me. And then over time, I realized, well, no, I need to prioritize myself. I need to heal and forgive myself. I need to you know, really consider, you know, what, what am I surrounding myself with and who am I prioritizing? And are those people in my highest or are they, are they not? And, you know, just so somebody was in your highest years ago, you're a different person. And you've also got to think about what do you need in your lifetime now and are the people in your life serving you and um, are you serving you? And it is interesting what you talk about when you talk about finding yourself because it is, it is about really asking yourself what is it that drives you and how, are you people pleasing or are you truly prioritizing yourself? When we talk about finding yourself, I guess the question um that we should start with is, you know, when we're just asking our listeners, is do you believe you found yourself? Do you think you're still searching? Do you know this version of you? Because we a couple of weeks ago we talked about rebirth, and when we're going through rebirth, in many ways we don't know the new version of ourselves. When we talk about finding ourselves, the things that used to excite us a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, the peep, the person, the people we were a year ago, two years ago. It's probably different to who we are now. So finding yourself does evolve over time. It does change based on what you're going through. And that's why, you know, we've got to continue challenge, challenge, challenge ourselves and say, well, hold on a second. What is our why? And what is it? Well, what is it that drives us on a day-to-day -day basis? And are the people in our lives challenging us, expanding us in the way that we need to? Are we spending enough time truly being connected to who we are, are we prioritizing what we want in our lives? And, um, or are we prioritizing what other people want at the expense of ourselves? It really is an interesting, and as you say, is, is it easy? No, sometimes it's, sometimes you've got to make some tough decisions about, you know, what's best for you. And, you know, the people in your life and the things that you do, the things you focus on, you know, maybe things have evolved and changed and moved on and you've got to have the honest, open conversation with yourself because the universe is always, I truly believe the universe is always pushing us, expanding us and giving us signals. I really believe that we're always getting messages from our guides and um, we just got to be open to what those messages mean. I mean, like um, my objective when I started this podcast is really just to give back. It was my way of, sharing whatever knowledge and I, a lot of the time when I speak I don't believe it's my knowledge I, I think it comes from a different place so I don't feel I own any of it but it's that just wanting to give back but I also believe that part of this podcast was me fighting myself was me using my voice in a way that I, I felt I could give back and as you say we're always always really on this journey of truly finding out who we are but I don't think it's um, it's about the end game of truly finding yourself. I think it's about having fun and enjoying it along the way, right? And in, and kind of enjoying finding out who you are, finding out who, what makes you what, what makes you laugh, what makes you what makes up your heart sing, what makes your soul, what lifts your soul, and have fun doing it because life has become really serious. And last few months have energetically been intense. But what if life is truly about having fun and finding yourself along the way and just asking yourself constantly, 
what lifts my soul. You know, I, I love the the healing work that we do, and I love just you know some of the calls we had this morning. You know, just truly seeing smiles on people's faces when we kind of share some knowledge with them that it's kind of easy. It's easier for us to see from the outside because we're not living it for the person day to day. So it's like we can share some insight. And like, oh my god, yeah, that's so obvious. That's so. It's oh, I need to get smiles on those faces as they're shining the light differently. That lifts my soul. And I know part of my journey finding myself is that that's part of my that's part of my gifts in this life is to be that expander for people. And I've discovered that along the journey. So, I mean, I've just kind of gone off a little little tangent. If I was to summarize, one is really, what if everything that happened to you in your life was the universe in some way pushing you to um, to truly find yourself? Because if, 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 again, let me ask, if you didn't go through those challenges, would you truly have the knowledge you have of yourself? And maybe those challenges have helped you truly understand who you are. And then continuously challenging yourself to kind of, just because something was right a year or two years ago, is it right today? And truly, truly allowing yourself to be open to the magic of finding a new version of yourself. So Stacey, let me ask you, do you think that everything you've been through, and you've been through a lot in the last couple of years, but also your life, do you think that was the universe's way of kind of getting you to this point where you really feel that you have you are finding yourself, you are prioritizing yourself for the first time, as you talked about earlier? Do you think that in many ways the universe has helped you to get there by the challenges you faced? No, a hundred percent. And I I'm I'm still being expanded. And I think when we choose ourselves, there are going to be people who aren't happy about it. There's going to be, there's going to be resistance because we've done things a certain way for so long, right? That the people around us get used to knowing us in a certain way. And sometimes on the journey to finding yourself, it's, it's not always as black and white and you've got to navigate through that for yourself. And, and I feel like sometimes it can be super isolating because when you're on the journey to finding yourself, it's really hard to, to do anything else when it's life altering circumstances. Like I've had <clears throat> everything in my life shift in the last year and I've had to get very real with myself. And I, I talk about this often friends, but um, for me, the process of sitting down and writing in my journal has helped me be clear on what's happening in my life. I think oftentimes in the process of finding ourselves, life happens around us and it's so busy and so noisy that we don't take the time to really turn inward and my practice of journaling really does help me process this season, this season of new and unfamiliar and sometimes uncomfortable. Um, so I'm thinking about the person who wants to find themselves, like they're not sure who they are, um, maybe feel like, like I did with the people pleasing, um, you know, it's almost like, where do you even start? Where do you even begin the process of finding yourself? And it's interesting because six years ago, when I celebrated my 40th birthday, I was in the best space that I've ever been in. I was physically at the top of my game. I could run miles without stopping. I felt healthy and strong. And mentally and emotionally, I think because I was focused on self-care. I was just in a really positive space. Spiritually, I felt connected. And I didn't realize the discipline that it took to be in that space 
until life happened and we had a trauma in our family and all of those things that I did on a regular basis to stay connected with myself came to a screeching halt. And I was existing. I wasn't living. At a certain point after a traumatic experience, the dust settles and you're left with the aftermath. And my aftermath was anxiety and depression. My aftermath was divorce. Um, my aftermath was going out and struggling to get a workout in. And I had to start over. And for me, I had to start with one thing at a time. I had to take a really long, hard look first at my physical body. And I let her go. I let her go, um, not eating the right foods, not exercising, et cetera. And I had to hit the reset button. And I was like, Stacey, when do you feel the best physically? Like what, when you were feeling good, what did that feel like? And for me, it felt like daily exercise and when weather is permitting, getting outside. And so I started with just that, just that, that foundation. Okay. Physical body starting to get that in order. And then I had to do the same thing with the other parts of myself. Um, on the journey to finding myself friends, I had to get on the right medication. And I'm saying that here because I think so many of us stigmatize mental health. And I, for one, am not willing to do that on this platform. So I had to get real with myself about my mental and emotional health and getting on the right medications and getting the right support system for that with a doctor that I trust, huge, right? And then spiritually, I had to go deeper. I felt connected spiritually through that entire time, which is crazy to say because I felt disconnected in all the other ways. But for me, these other areas had to get back in alignment for me to be in a space of awareness to accept myself and find myself, right? So it's like I had to address all of these things. And what I found oftentimes in working with clients, I just want to say this, is that a lot of times when we're in a space where we can't find ourselves, it's because we're taking the time and pouring it into other people instead of pouring it into us and our expansion, our growth, right? And so I've had to go through this like evaluation of all the four bodies and say, okay, what, when, when I was feeling great, what was I doing? And I've got to recreate that. And so every day now, that's the focus is trying to get myself into that space on a consistent basis. So today, perfect example. I got up this morning. I went outside for a workout right away. Sun was shining, busy day, but I knew if I did that, I would feel better. And I set a new PR. I ran more today than I have since before everything happened with my son. And by setting those goals, I'm creating a deeper awareness of who I am. Like I now know that my body needs exercise for me to feel aligned in who I am, right? And so the journey to finding ourselves, in my opinion, is a series of steps that we take one at a time to take all four of those bodies and have ourselves functioning at a great space where we know we're getting what we need and we're in tune with the messages that are coming through to us because we're taking the time to be intentional with ourselves. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> and every week we talk every every topic, having a strong self-care routine comes through, right? It's um it's such a foundational thing. And you know, you make a good point on on all four bodies, right? It's that our journey kind of does involve looking at our physical, our mental, emotional, and spiritual bodies, right? Because 
whatever we're working on, whatever the journey to discovering who we truly are is in all those four bodies. I mean, the mentorship program we do focuses on all four of those bodies because whatever we whatever we we're dealing with in this lifetime could be karma in one of those bodies, could be gifts in one of those bodies, and you know, doing the work and you know, it's interesting. You know, what if the journey that we've been on is preparing us for this moment? I mean, you just talked about, you know, going back and thinking about each, each of your bodies and what worked previously and kind of making sure you're applying that in today's world. Obviously, something's changed, something's evolved, and maybe you need to tweak it. But, you know, what if we have been training all our lives for this moment? What if, you know, the workout you talk about, you know, kind of when you were 40 and how you felt, what if that was the universe training you for you now? So you can use that repeat program. You can use that energy from from six years ago because in this version of you, you can apply it. You know, it's that, um, you know, when I think about my journey on the spiritual, everything I've done, journaling, and, you know, isn't it interesting sometimes you stop doing the things that, are working why do we stop doing them maybe life gets busy maybe there's things that change um but what if we have all the answers of what we need today to define ourselves already within us in our history of things that we've done before and what if it is like you said just take time to to go through and say all right well what when do i when did i feel physically the best what was i doing on a regular basis does that make sense to me now Okay, then mentally, you know, you say there's a stigma around, you know, um, do, do, doing the work around, um, you know, the mental side. And it's, you know, whether you want to take meds or whether you want to take homeopathic medicine or whatever's right for you. But you've got to sit with yourself and just say, okay, what is, what do I need to do for that body to truly connect to me? Because, you know, the physical, that's why the physical body is always first one, because we're a soul having a human experience, the vessel that we're in is is the vehicle if we don't look after the vessel then how are we meant to do and have our journey so the vessel our physical body is such a big part of what happens to us on a day-to-day basis so we have to make sure okay what do we need to do physically then mentally how do we really feel do we feel connected is there some mental health issues that maybe we need to get help on and that's okay why is there stigma around it we you know we're 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 having a human experience and i always say all our answers inside but sometimes we need guidance to get those answers, right? So and a good therapist would help you get there, right? And it's that, you know, you've got to consider all four of your bodies and emotional. You know, how many of us over the last few months have been on an emotional roller coaster? Because maybe that's what's been happening through the planets. But again, when you're truly honest with yourself about how do you feel emotionally? Do you have the people around you that are expanding you? Do you have people around you that nurture you? Um do you truly spend time loving yourself? Do you look in the mirror and say, oh, I love you? You know, do you look in the mirror and do the mirror mirror work? Do you do you do the things regularly, like the journaling, to give you the ability to release? And then obviously on the spiritual side, you know, finding your connection to source, to God, whatever you will call it, through meditation, through the self-care routine, through, you know, whatever modalities you use. And I will I believe we're all in some ways here to serve. All of us in some way are healers. And I also think the spiritual growth comes from using your gifts. And as we've talked about before, your gifts um, are like a muscle. You have to use them more for them to expand. And, you know, we have a beautiful spiritual mentorship program where we guide people to truly understand why they're here. And I love that program because it really does help people guide to guide them, guide themselves to truly understanding why, we're, why they're here, but also what their gifts are. What is their purpose? And that, you know, the reason I went through all four bodies is really I, I feel that all four bodies are critical to truly understanding you and your journey. And it's that. And, you know, so many people say, I'm, I'm going to be happy when, you know, what, when, when I, when I, when I lose X amount of weight or, you know, when I finish this course or whatever, it's that. What are we waiting for? It's that we can't control what the future is going to, unless we focus on this moment. So what are we waiting for? When we say things like, you know what, I'm going to be happy when I'm in a relationship or whatever, you can't choose that. You've got to choose to be happy now. And that doesn't mean 
if you've got challenges, you're going to be happy in every moment. But it's that realizing that the thing you can control is this moment. And life isn't about a destination. It's about the journey. So if you're focusing on getting somewhere, then what you're doing is you're missing the moments that are happening around you now. What if you could take a moment now and truly just pick two or three things that you're truly grateful for that's happened to you in the last few days? When you do that, what you're doing is you're sending a signal to the universe that you want more of that. So often we focus on things that are not working, the things that drag us down, the things that the people in our life, the relationships in our life that drain us. Or, but what if we just took a time out and put, spent more energy on focusing on the relationships in our life that do help us grow, that do give us love, that do give us attention? What if we did that and then what if we could truly start enjoying this journey and realizing that we're really students of life and if we took everything that happened to us as in some way an experience the universe trying to expand us then what if the life does become serious much more interesting much more exciting because how often do we get wrapped into oh why did this happen to me it always happens to me why did this person do that do it it's like we're getting wrapped up into the emotional external outside of ourselves. If we could just take, oh, I wonder why that experience happened to me. What was my expansion? What's my learning from it? If we could take everything as a learning experience, then what if life does get easier? I get it, I make it sound simple because sometimes the emotional things that happen to us do, do take energy away from us. And it does take time to release the things that don't serve, release the people that don't serve and kind of truly start to grow. And, you know, this time... You know, certainly for me, the people around, around me, my circle has got a lot smaller, which means I do rely a lot more on the smaller circle. And it's just, you know, when you have challenges with that people in the smaller circle, that is what it is. You've got to consider what is the right thing for you, right? And as you're going through rebirth, your circle does get smaller, but then maybe over time it gets bigger and, you know, you start to um, invite more love into your life and more loving people and you kind of, become less reliant on the few that you have but i really believe we're all on a journey of discovery and this is the time where we've got to focus on our priorities and really understand who we are and focus on us so stace as we as we continue talking about this topic what would be i mean i know we've already advised and we've kind of gone off all sorts of tangents but this this topic is like it's really interesting. It covers every part of you. It covers really the journey of self, right? It's the journey of um, why we're here. I mean, the soul already knows in many ways what it's here to experience, what our soul contracts are, kind of who who we contracted to be to to help us expand in this lifetime. And um, but it's down to us as humans because we have free will to really integrate those lessons and, and make a decision on what's right for us. But that's the best power in that. Once you start to understand your journey and understand who you are, and then from there you can truly start to integrate and start to fall in love with yourself and you start to understand your journey. Because there's, there's power in really understanding that you're in control. You're in control of your, of your story, right? You're the only one. There's no... It's, you know, the only person you can control in this lifetime is yourself. And um, yes, you can rely on other people. I guess sometimes we do um, for support and it's okay to ask for help. Um, but as long as you're willing to help yourself. So I'm just, um, you know, I'm curious what else do you want to share with our audience? We've kind of gone all a bit all over this place with this topic because it is, it is a, it is a um, such a wide topic. We go in so many different directions. But uh, what would you, what else would you like to share with the listeners? Well, I just would encourage you to to take some steps to understanding yourself a little bit better. I know for me, um, though it's been uncomfortable, uh, the amount of awareness that it has brought about in me is so significant and 
when I think about my kids, I want them to shine. I want them to be the happiest, healthiest version of themselves that they can be. And if I want that for my kids, the way that I want it for them, I've got to want it for their mom too. And no one ever taught me these things growing up. Everything was performance-based. And in this season, I'm, I'm taking actions that feel good to me, but I'm not chasing perfection like I have in the past. And I'm really determined to change the game. You know, I, when we, with everything that we do, there's an energy, right? And when we don't know who we are and we don't love ourselves, it's impossible to pour into others the way that we're intended to. And so the journey sometimes can be super isolating. Um, but it has also been the most rewarding work that I've done. I believe I'm a stronger healer because of it. I believe I'm a better mother because of it. I believe that though it is uncomfortable for some around me to accept that, that I'm not going to let that deter me because I have let it deter me for so long. I really let a lot of the things, experiences that I had been through define me. And I just refuse to do that this go around. Like I've gone through so much to get to this place that I'm just determined to do everything I can to be a healthy, balanced person who is aware of who she is and knows her worth. And it's crazy because I, I know we're all so hard on ourselves, right? We're harder on ourselves. We had a client this morning and it was like, she was just talking about how hard she is on herself. And it's like, we all are hard on ourselves, but we've got to give ourselves grace the way we would give other people. And instead of beating ourselves up about what we didn't do yesterday, we've got to start thinking about what we can do today. So my question to, to our audience, the first question would be, what can you do today to form a deeper relationship with yourself, right? If you're on the journey to finding yourself, like what action can you take today to forming, cultivating a deeper connection with you, right? Start there because the thing is, it's not going to be an overnight process for so many of us. We have the programming that we grew up with, the environment that we grew up in, the ancestral history in our families. There's so much, right? But we can take action today in one way to cultivating a deeper relationship with ourselves, which allows us then to find ourselves. So that's where okay. I would start. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a great place to start. And it's that um, you raise a couple of really valid points in that sometimes we do feel isolated on this journey, right? And it's that because nobody truly understands what we're going through than ourselves. We can talk to people, we can use them as sounding boards, but ultimately, you know, we come into this world on our own and we leave it on our own, right, as humans. And I can tell you, I can definitely relate to the isolation part, right? I do, as I've gone through the last, you know, few months, year or whatever, in many ways it has felt isolating. Um just because we're going through so much growth that nobody truly understands what we're going through. And, you know, we had an episode on loneliness a few weeks ago and, you know, the difference between being lonely and being alone is really interesting, right? You could be surrounded by people and still feel lonely. You can be alone and on your own and not feel lonely. And, you know, that's really interesting. It's that 
sometimes the isolation is liberating, sometimes it's lonely. Um, you know, the other thing is our programming, and maybe releasing our programming is a big part of truly finding ourselves. So maybe another question to ask is, you know, how much how much are you responsible for you? How much are you influenced by your parental upbringing? How much are you influenced by your religious upbringing? How much of you are, are influenced by, um, you know, your work environment? And even, you know, when you think about religious or programming, maybe you're trying to so hard to do the opposite of what you went through that in some way you're still being programmed by working so hard to do something different than you were actually your experience as a child. And I, I agree with you. I, I think I think releasing and understanding our programming you know, our inner child and kind of all the releasing the things that our inner child holds on to is a huge part of really understanding who we are because there's so much outside influences in today's world in terms of you know what we what we watch on TV, what we feed ourselves, you know, social media, all these things. There's such a big influence, and sometimes it's difficult to find yourself in all of that. But in terms of having that self care routine, you know, you talked about running, but also you know time in uh, time in nature, um, meditating, the mirror work, the journaling, all of that. And if you think about it, a lot of it is on your own because. You're trying to collect your thoughts. You're trying to figure out who you are. And sure, you talked about having a conversation with a friend over the weekend. Sure, you know you have people in your life that you use as a sounding board. But also, you've got to make sure that you spend that time truly understanding who you are, understanding what drives you. And we talked earlier about your why. Understanding why you do things on a day-to-day -day basis. But first and foremost, I think the programming point is a really important one in terms of understanding who we are because sometimes we strive so hard to be you know the parent the person our parents want us to be or the parents that the, or we try to strive so hard to be the person being the opposite of what our parents want to be and it's like you know I'm just relating I mean I, I I've been on this discovery of who I am for for many years and you know I, I, I know my blood family loves me but they don't really understand me spiritually some of them do but it's but I merged worlds many, many years ago in terms of, you know, I have a corporate brand. I've spent so many years in the corporate world and people have expectations of the corporate world. But I've merged the healing world and the corporate world because I know how I do one thing is how I do everything. So, you know, I, I, I couldn't have a separate corporate world and a separate healing world because I needed to be seen and I wanted to be seen. So, you know, um, the other thing that we start out when we start as healers is we want to heal everybody around ourselves. And it's like, no, we're not. Some people are assigned for us to guide, but nobody's assigned for us to fix. So it really is a journey of really discovering who you are, how you want to show up for you. And that'd be another question I'd ask our listeners is, how are you showing up? And when you think about how you're showing up, who are you doing that for? Are you showing up in a certain way for someone else or are you showing up in a certain way for yourself because I believe that question will help you understand how much are you doing things in your journey of finding yourself for you or how much are you doing things and being things like for a certain person or people in your life and not doing it for you and then a follow up question would be how liberating would it be for you to truly do something for yourself, to truly start to do things for yourself, to shine your light in the way that you really truly want to, to be shown. How's that sound, Stace? It sounds great. I think um, taking some of these questions and journaling about your responses is a great start. Um, you know, with that awareness, we are then able to spark change. And so I would encourage you to take some time out, whether it's out in nature, um, go for a drive, a walk, a run, um, or sit with your journal, um, but give yourself some space to process some of this. And, you know, what can you do to cultivating a deeper relationship with yourself? Nice, nice. 
you know, Stace, I love spending this time with you. I love sharing this space with you. Um, an exciting thing to mention is we're now also on YouTube. So YouTube is, is, is a place you, you love to go and you can watch us talking as well as hear us talking. Um, I love all the work that we do. If anyone's interested in spiritual mentoring, which is a 12-week program where we go deep on who you are, we spend time with you on a weekly basis, truly helping you understand your programming, understand your why, really understanding your journey, um, understanding your gifts. There's so many different modalities we use along the 12 weeks, including Akashic Records, including um, the journaling technique that, that, that Stacey used, that's channeled and she's used for many years and she's talked many years. There's a manifestation triangle we use. There's so many different modalities and techniques we use to guide you to truly find the answers in you. I love, love that program. If you want to find out more, you can book a free discovery call on any of our websites. I, I'll send you the details in, in the show notes. Um, you want to book an Akashic Record reading or you want to be trained on Akashic Records, we offer that too. Just so many, so many different things that we're doing. And another exciting thing to mention is we've just created a journal. So we talk a lot about journaling and um, what we, we've created a journal, which is a, a companion to the book that Stacey's released, but it's also something you can use on, on your own. It incorporates the technique I mentioned, Stacey's was technique a little while ago. It also includes some journal prompts. Um, yeah, we're available on, on my website and you can order it there. Just so many beautiful things that we're working on. So we'd love, we'd, we always, always love, love the feedback. Um, and I feel so blessed being in part of this podcast. And Stacey, as we close out, is there any more general prompts that you want to add? Anything else you want to add about this topic before we close I out? I just want to say there's no greater work that I've done than the journey to finding myself. And no greater reward has come from any work that I've done. And so I encourage you, wherever you are on that journey, to dive a little bit deeper to knowing yourself and understanding who you are. Beautiful. Thank you, Stace. Thank you. You know, I love sharing the space with you. I feel blessed with all the messages and the book that we receive on a regular basis. Please do enter the, the prize draw competition if you want a free joint Akashic record reading. We love doing them. Truly, truly a great thing to you know, connect to your soul at a much deeper level. Um, but sending everyone so much love and light. Thank you. Thank you for this space as always. And uh, we'll talk to you all very soon. Bye for now. Sending love and light.